Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Dodger Dudes Show with former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and his Sandlot buddy Josh the Duker Luke. The Dodger Dudes talk Dodger baseball, Sandlot stories from their youth, and share what it's going to take for the Blue Crew to win the World Series. Don't forget to answer our weekly poll question and fan poll on Twitter and Facebook. The Dodger Dudes Show is part of the Believe Sports Network online at BLEAV.com. The Dodger Dudes believe in the Dodgers. Do you believe? Welcome back to the Dodger Dude Show. I'm Josh the Duker Luke with Brett Tomkos. And we are going to break down the National League playoffs. Brett, tell me how you feel about the play-in wildcard game. Well, well doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we heard from last podcast, Dr. Josh the Duker Luke. So we might, you might, I don't know, you might be Dr. Duker from now on. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. <laughs> um, the play-in game, I am not a fan. 100%. I'll come right out and say it. I think it's... I think it's dumb. I, I and personally because I've been part of a one game, I would say almost a, before there was the one in play playing game when I was in Cincinnati, we ended up tying with the Mets uh, for the wild card, and we had to face Al Leiter, who I, I don't think we had, dealt in his. Oh, day. I don't yeah, think we had scored a run, I don't think we had scored a run off him all year, and we faced him in Cincinnati where we thought we had the upper hand, and he just shoved against us. Uh, went seven or eight innings, gave up, I think, one hit. And I think for a team that bat- we battled, and, you know, I, I, if, it's t- if it's tied like that, I get it. I understand. But a team that battles so long, and they're, they're the top team of all the rest of the teams that didn't make, you know, they weren't the division winners. I, I feel like them having to face the next best team, I just think I don't like it. I think it's unfair. I think that team that battled and definitely was the top team, should get the bid or at least I know it would take more time, but like a two out of three, you know, the one game just to go in there and say, Hey, we're going to throw your best pitcher at you. And, and, you know, especially if you're banged up or have to try to win to that point and and all the, all of a sudden you're facing a Kershaw in a one game, you know, playing game. I just, I, for some reason, it just doesn't sit good in my gut. And, And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have a lot of other theories of why it's a great thing. I just, I don't love it. What, what's well, your take on it? Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy it because it's something different. I've always enjoyed when baseball, you know, when they change the schedule so there's interleague play. I thought that was long overdue. Uh, I loved the wild card, and it was kind of neat to see back in the day. I think the Marlins won the World Series in one of the first few years of the wild cards. But just imagine if they had to play the second best team, or I'll say second best, and they lose. Then they don't, then they don't make history. Like yeah. I, I just, I think it's, I think it, I don't want to say tarnishes because that's not the word I'm looking for. I just think it's, it's off. <laughs> for yeah, it's baseball's way of giving the wild card a slight disadvantage uh, against the, the three teams that won all year. I actually heard on uh, Mason Ireland show here in LA, somebody proposed something a couple of weeks ago that I really liked, which was the year that they had the strike, which gosh, I think we, we were, I'm not even thinking the strike in 96. I'm thinking the strike when we were like in high school Yeah, where, where they, they did a first half, second half uh, for baseball. And that's how they did the playoffs. I think it would be fascinating to go back to that uh, because injuries play into it so well. But I mean, what do you think about that? Brett? Have you ever thought about that one? That, that would be interesting. Um, gosh, I want to say they, 
that's like almost like little league type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the winner. They did it during the strike year. Well, you know what? That's exactly like, it's like minor league baseball. It's exactly yeah. how minor league baseball, if you win the first half, you're, you're in there. And it, I, I don't know. I think the fact that the season's so long, it's 162 games, teams that are banged up, all the teams are banged up. All the teams have, you know, you know, guys, they're, you know, part of their crucial, you know, lineup go down. And, and that's just part of navigating the, the minor leagues and bringing guys up and, and discovering, you know, guys that come, the Wally Pips, I mean, Wally, you know, stuff like that, that, that come up and all of a sudden put themselves on the map because of that. And I, I, I don't know. I, I think it would be a tough thing to change now since it's, it's happened so long that this is the way it is. Yeah. And I think like you said, if they did want to go to a best of three for the wild card, then they would need to end, as you pointed out, the playing games and just say, Hey, you know, it, it, whoever wins the season series, I heard it the other day, the Yankees have home field advantage if the Dodgers and them played in the world series and they ended up both with 105 wins because they won the season series. That's how it used to be. And I think as long as everybody knows the rules going in, nobody has a problem with it. I mean, for example, when you play interleague, Hey, you played Tampa Bay twice at home, but not on the road one year. And the, the team that, uh, you know, only beat you by one game didn't have to go on the road and play in that. As long as you know, the rules going in, I think all's all's well that ends well, but Hey, let's talk matchups. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's, but let, let me do something a little different. I want you to rank the five national league playoff teams, best pitching staff, to worst not matchups just tell me who's got the best pitching staff one to five and who's got the worst or should we let's start with five let's start on the back end i'm going to say the brewers okay we're going to make the assumption that the brewers and the nationals are in i think uh, the cubs are are hanging by a one or two game magic number with six to go but i'm going to put up the five i'm going to put the brewers as number five on pitching staff brett who do you got to be honest i i don't know I don't know a ton about St. Louis. They're, they're a team that's just kind of like sitting back that I haven't really paid attention to. Um, I, I think, I think it's between Milwaukee and St. Louis, to be honest. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think, five. yeah. I mean, I, I, I would go with that. I, St. Louis, I'm, I'm just going to go, I'm going to rank St. Louis as the four. So I'll, I'll agree with you on Milwaukee. That's what I, makes them the mystery team though, right? Is nobody seems to know anything about them because they kind of snuck in. And then, and then Atlanta, good young staff at number three. And really this conversation's coming down to number one and two. So. Right. So. And, I, and, and, and the only reason I say Milwaukee is be, because they have some guys that aren't, you know, veteran guys. The only reason I'm, I'm ranking St. Louis higher than that is they have Wainwright. And that's, well, and let's say that he got lit yesterday, by the way. But 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 we, you know, we're thinking starters. The Brewers' bullpen is lights out. Well, and and this is what it is. So they have Davies, who's um, ten and seven, or is that yeah, ten and seven, um, three point six one. Woodruff, uh, eleven and three, three point six two. Which I mean, that, that's that's getting after it, man. Yeah. A three a three and a half ERA. Anderson, seven and four. This is where they. I think they. This is where they slide down a lot. Anderson's their third starter, seven and four, 4.0, 4.30. And, uh, Hooser, uh, Hauser, Hauser, six and seven, 3.83. That's where I think they slide down. But I think where they, they gain a little bit is the back end of their bullpen. They have Lyles. That's got a 2.35 and they have arguably one of the best closers around right now. When hater, who's got a 2.3, 35 saves. And I think that's their strength. And, and to be honest in playoffs, that's where it comes, man. That back end of the bullpen is so important. No, I was just going to say, well, I'm thinking pitching staffs as a whole, and, and the Brewers do have a lights-out bullpen. Um, 
but but also the Dodgers. The Dodgers have a light up bullpen when they're healthy, but they, it, with the exception of our closer this year, has been been a question mark. But so let's talk Nationals versus Dodgers. Who has a? Let's assume um, everybody's healthy. Rich Hill is our fourth starter. Who's the na- the top pitching staff in the National League playoffs? I mean, for me, I mean, I I'm, I reluctantly say I think Washington is is tough. I mean, they have Scherzer, who's you know, he's 10 and seven, but he's got a 2.8 ERA. Like he is, he's Scherzer. I mean, there's a reason why he's won Cy Young's. Um, Strasburg is, is having one of the best years of his career. He's got 17 wins and a 3.3 ERA. And then they got Corbin. And I think Corbin's the wild card. Corbin's a Dodger killer. He's pitched really good against the Dodgers, um, you know, for his career. And he's 14 and seven with a 3.05. So I, I, I think those top three, uh, gosh, I, I mean, I feel bad saying it, but I think I think they slightly have the upper hand on it. So what worries me about that conversation is Scherzer down the stretch has outpitched Kershaw and Ryu. So whether you listed either of them as their number one or two, it doesn't matter as Kershaw has outperformed them. And then if you slip to number two, um, when you compare Strasburg head to, head to head with Kershaw, Rio, or Bueller, I think what I'm hearing from you is you get a slight advantage of Strasburg based on what you've seen. Um, is that accurate? Uh, yeah. I mean, if – and I, I say this with an asterisk. If Ryu pitches the way he did the first two months of the season, yeah. nobody's better than him. Yeah. That's you know? true. But, but, but he, he looked has, good the other day. Hasn't, but he hasn't. He's had two two games – his last two games have been – I mean, he still gave up three runs his last game. He hit a home run, man. I know. He hit a bomb. <laughs> I know. Um, but – it, he's showing glimpses. If if he's the first half for you, yeah, it definitely bumps the Dodgers. I think ahead of them, but it, it's not. It's not what he is right now. You know, there there's there's hope of it. I think where the Dodgers take over, I think is the bullpen. And I, even with the struggles that Jansen's had, um, Washington's bullpen's not as strong. You know, you have Doolittle at the back end with 28 saves, but he's got a he's got a pretty high ERA. He's got a higher ERA than Jansen. I know I thought your brother did a really good job too of of pointing out that you know these playoff games are always low scoring games. It seems like at least for the first eight innings, that's because <laughs> we've talked about it, and it comes down when it comes down to the playoff, it's pitching, it's pitching and defense. It really is, and bullpen makes a huge part of that. So if your bullpen's not tight and, and ready to go, you're it's going to be a dicey, it's going to be a dicey series. So. Here's what I'm hearing. Okay. So let's just start our comparisons. Here's what I'm hearing is if we don't, you know, if we can win one of the first two games, even though we, we would have home field advantage, the advantage shifts to us in game three and four, because if Rich Hill's our game four starter, that guy's been better in the playoffs than either of our top three starters, <laughs> any of our top three starters, if he can return to form, right? Uh, absolutely. And I, I think, I think one of the advantages we have is either Strasburg or Scherzer in that play-in game, they're going to have to pitch. So they're burned. So we don't face those guys twice. We don't face both of those guys twice. We're going to face one of them twice in a five-game series if it goes that long. But one of those we're not. We're only going to face them once. And I think that's advantage Dodgers. So Strasburg, Corbin, Dayoff, uh, number number four starter becomes the number three starter. Uh, no day off. So if, well, um, the, as crazy as Scherzer is, he might come back on that for that third game. Yeah, Scherzer would short. be would be I'm the sure. fourth. He's going to come back on short rest. 
but but even short rest would be game four right against rich hill and then you'll have strasburg for game five yeah it could be short rest so anyway you're gonna you're gonna see them both you're gonna see three of the five games be their two aces uh and it could be four of the five if somebody goes on short rest so and then, and then let's talk about their offense let's yeah, talk about let's compare the offense i mean the offense it's hard to really compare them but you know washington man i i think everyone what happened is like bryce harper's gone and it's like <laughs> washington's saying so what you know they it you almost they don't even need him they don't even yeah. care about him because and i say this because of soto soto is having an unbelievable season he he's 20 years old which is mind-boggling he's 10 years older than my kids i couldn't imagine my kids in 10 years like putting up numbers in the big leagues like he's doing and then you got anthony rendon rendon i mean he could be the mvp and he, and he might just be he said 325 122 ribbies 34 home runs soto's got 34 home runs hitting 287 Trey Turner, 17 home runs. Adam Eaton, 15 home runs. Robles, 17 home runs. Dozier, 19 home runs. Adam came out of nowhere. Into this. Yeah, well, and I tell you what, he may be a Dodger next year. I bet you that he's going to be on hot. He's going to be the hot guy. He's yeah. going to be the free agent that everyone's going after. I don't know where he'd play if he came to the Dodgers. That's that's the problem. You got Turner at third, but the Dodgers figure that out later. <laughs> right? No, you get the best players, but I I mean offensively. Dude, they're they're pretty good, and and they got Zimmerman too. He's not he's not having a great year, but he's a veteran guy. This is what I this is what I was going to throw out there. So I'm going to give you two different lines, okay? One is hitting 287, 34 home runs, 180 RBIs. The other line is 108 RBIs. 108 RBIs. The other line is 257, 33 home runs, 108 RBIs. What's the difference? One of them sounds like Jock Peterson who only hits against left. I'll tell right? you, one's Bryce Harper and one's Soto. Soto's got a point, too. Go ahead, finish that. Soto's up. got more home runs, same RBIs, hitting 30 points higher. And I think, I think Washington, they the whole season, they've kind of been like out to prove, like, we don't need Harper. We don't need this. They've been playing with a chip on their shoulder, which, is, which I love. I they've, love been in, they've been in the shadow of the Bryce Harper era. And now that he's gone, these guys are standing out. People are starting to pay attention about Rendon and Soto and, like, how good of players they really are. And they want to shove it up the Phillies' rear end, which Absolutely. They did, so. and, and I think going into – and that's why, that's why I've been saying it for weeks and weeks. They're the team that scares me just because their pitching staff is strong and they, and they have almost kind of like a nothing-to-lose mentality. So there's the answer to that tease from our last show is, is Brett has been telling me for weeks, man, I'm, I'm concerned about – the Washington Nationals, they're, they're built for the playoffs, and it's just a matter of getting in the playoffs. And, yeah, watch, and, watch, watch Milwaukee takes them out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey I don't, I'm not going to complain about that. I actually went to Milwaukee last year for the Dodgers' first playoff game, which they lost. But uh, Milwaukee's a fun town, but they're always the underdog. And without the, you know, what, what seemed to be the MVP of the league, uh, it's going to be tough. And they can, Anybody can win a one-game playoff, but it's going to be tough for them to win the long series without – um, without their best player. Let me say one more thing about Bryce Harper. I tweeted the day after he signed with Philly. I'm like, hey, I put a picture of Verdugo on social media and said, let's hope this guy gives the Dodgers and their fans 44 and a half million reasons to be grateful that they didn't sign Bryce Harper. And I got to tell you, a third of the way through the season, their stats were identical, Verdugo's and Harper's. And then, you know, Verdugo started having some injuries. So, uh, yeah, I think that was a good move for the Dodgers not to uh, land Harper. Hey, so let's let's rank the offenses. We've kind of already done our Dodger Nats. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, Milwaukee man, they, I know they don't have Yelich. 
in that, in a nutshell, they're going to have something to prove too. And I think, I think that's happened. Yelich goes out, breaks his kneecap. And it, it seems like the team collectively has said like, Hey, we got to band together. We got to show what we're all about here up in Milwaukee and, and get after it. And they've done it. They put themselves, they were the team that was like on the outs. It looked like it was going to be the Cubs. And all of a sudden Milwaukee just goes on a tear and they yeah. got, some, they got some guys that can bang the ball around too. I mean, Moose has got, what, 35 jacks? Moose has got 35 home runs, 87 ribbies. Ryan Braun, I mean, he's kind of like the Turner. He's like that guy that every year he's going to hit 280, 290. He's going to hit 20, 20 or more home runs. I mean, back in the day, he hit more than that. Um, Lorenzo Cain, um, he's steady. He's only got 10 home runs, 250, but a veteran, like, presence. Big hits in the playoffs. Too. Oh, yeah. You got Thames, 23 home runs. You got an ex-Dodger, Grindall, 27 home runs. And don't think if he's in the situation where he's playing the Dodgers, you know, it's like one of those things like, hey, here I am. I mean, he, that be for irony. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. You, you, those storylines play out. And don't think yeah. players don't think about that. Like, of course hey, they do. I was with the Dodgers. I'm going to prove to you guys, like, this is who I am. And that stuff, I mean, I've seen it more times throughout my career that a guy will be playing a former team and just put it down and it's like oh just like let's talk about that for a minute Brett, because there's nobody truer that that's truer about than yes because that guy was our, one of our favorite players having a great year and then i remember my brother and i went to the world series and matt said he can't come back from that and it wasn't personal matt just said as a professional he made so many mental errors that he can no longer be a part of that locker room and i remember going wow those are big words. That's powerful. I didn't disagree. I just kind of said, I was at the game, that game in Milwaukee where he made those two mental errors, and I'm texting people going, what just happened? Like, why, why did that just happen? What did I miss sitting here in the stands that they're talking about on TV? And everybody's like, nothing. He just, you know, he's not paying attention. Yeah, and it's, it's tough. And it's, it, people don't hold grudges. Like, players aren't holding I mean, sometimes. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's – it's hard. It's, it's, we've talked about it before. It's confidence. You know, maybe, maybe he makes those mental errors and all of a sudden that little confidence goes down and, and can he walk back into the Dodger clubhouse the next year? He might be able to, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the Dodgers would shut the door and say like, you blew it for us. Like, I, I don't, yeah. I think, I think there's too much of a brotherhood and they're your brothers. I mean, we see these, I always said, like, I would see my teammates more than I would see my wife during the season. Yeah. And, and it was really true. So but he may have felt like he let the team down. And, yeah, that, that sits in your gut and kind of manifests and, and can eat away at you a little bit. So it might have been a better situation that he gets out and he goes to Milwaukee and, and puts up some numbers. 27 he, home runs is a yeah, great I've been team. happy for him. He's had a really good year, way less pressure. He's playing for a team that resembles what you just described, which is a chip on their shoulder. I mean, you know, I always, I still to this day say the high school Brett and I went to, we always felt like we were the under, everybody thought we were always the underdog. We didn't feel that way. We always, we always, we learned how to compete at Eldorado High School with a chip on our shoulder because nobody ever gave us the respect to be the well, favorite in the league. Anybody, right. anybody from that area knew Esperanza. That was our so big rival. Yeah, yeah, but they were the big guns and we were like, we were that that third team that just nobody ever thought of. So yeah, I love being in that team. And no, that's absolutely. Milwaukee is. Uh, that's what Yaz, as you just described, Yaz wants to prove to the world that he's a better player than they saw in two games where he unfortunately had mental errors more so than physical errors. 
when the whole world was watching and they were they were very significant and i think we all like yaz and are happy to see him have a, a good year we just don't want him to to beat us in the playoffs <laughs> and i think that's why these wild hearts wild card teams are scary they come in with a chip on their shoulder they come in and they're the they're the last two teams to make it They've had to play big games the last two, three, even the last month of the season. Every game has been a playoff game. So they come in, and after they win in, they have the we have nothing to lose mentality. We yeah. were basically one game from being eliminated. We won that. Now this is overtime. This is extra play for us. So yeah. those are the team. I'm telling you, those are the teams that scared me the most. Every year, the, the wild card team is like, you know, they're coming full force. No holds barred. No pressure. Either, no pressure. Right? I mean, no. The got the world on their shoulders right now. It's when when Boston when Dave stole that base against the Yankees. They were down 3-0. They stole the base. Yeah. They win the game. They win this. They had nothing to lose. They got to the World Series and just spanked them. Yeah. It wasn't even fun to watch the World Series. No, and but that's that's why that's why I've been saying it. Like the and I say Washington because I think their pitching staff is good. Um yeah. But they're the scary teams. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. You so know. let's rank the offenses then, one through five. Let's start with five again since we did it for pitching. Let's just come full circle. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, have the fifth of five offense. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, you got Goldschmidt in the middle of there. That, that's, and he's been up and down this year. Yeah, he's been up and down. But, I mean, uh, yeah, because I don't know a ton, a ton about him and haven't been watching them um, religiously like I've been watching other teams – I look at their numbers real quick. Again, like I look at these things. Goldschmidt, 32 bombs. Azuna, 29 bombs. Dijon, 29. And he was hurt for a while. Right. So, I mean, they still have guys that potentially like – but they're all super low averages. I mean, two – Well, and I feel like that's why I have Atlanta at number four. I feel like, man, they have three supers, two or three guys that just hit and can do it. This Acuna guy, um, you know, legit MVP contender. Um, he, can, he can make – make a run happen just about any time either by Atlanta at number four. Yeah. Oh, I think, see, I think, well, I like, I like Milwaukee's offense better than theirs, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> Milwaukee's. I, offense. I like, I like, I like Atlanta. I think Atlanta, I think Atlanta's up there. Uh, I would put them almost number two. Yeah. That that's just me. Well, I'm going with the Dodgers as the number one um, offense because I'm a I'm a Dodger dude. <laughs> and I know that when we're well, happy, I said number two. I, I'm gonna of course I'm gonna put the Dodgers number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Washington number two. So it, it, look, it, it is what it is. It makes it fun for us to disagree a little bit. Truth be told, I'm like you. I know way more about Milwaukee's lineup than I do about those other two. Um, but but again, it's interesting to kind of see. So we feel like the Dodgers and Nationals have the two strongest pitching staffs and the two strongest offenses. So there you go. Yeah, I, and I think think Atlanta's. It's I think they're they're a fun. We've talked about it, they're a fun, exciting team. And, and you have a guy like Freddie Freeman. I mean, that's he's a possible MVP candidate too. Sitting almost three hundred with thirty eight bombs. <laughs> you can't discount that either. And and Okuna. I don't think he's Freeman's going to be Freeman's going to beat him. He's got 41 home runs. Uh, so you throw Donaldson 39, 37 home runs. I mean, they have a really high powered offense, let alone. And I think why they they're for me, I think they're, I think they're the second best team going right now in, in the national league is, is their pitching staff. Their pitching staff is great. Soraka has been great. Um, possible, you know, rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, and then they have, I think, Freed. Freed is having a great season. So, I mean, they have two. And I think when it comes to the playoffs, if you have two frontline starters that are consistent and they're, and they're, they're big arms, you have a good chance. 
Well, so let's um, let's get down to it here. Now, you know, we the five kind of convolutes things. I'm going to tell you the three teams in order I think are going to win the National League, and then I want you to tell me your three. Um, Dodgers are going to win it. If they uh, lose, uh, it would be Washington. And if it's not Washington, it's Atlanta. Uh, even if the Brewers win the one game, I just don't think without um, their key stick and without a stronger pitching staff, they're going to win a long series. And even though St. Louis has been a good story, I just haven't seen enough evidence that they're built for the postseason. Atlanta is explosive, and I would not be – I'd be 100% not surprised if they won, if they came out of the National League. But as you've pointed out, and we, we kind of ranked them, the Dodgers and Washington have the best pitching staffs and, in our estimation, the best offense. So I would put Atlanta as, as my third choice if it's not one of those two. What do you think, Brett? I th- I'll put an asterisk on, on the Dodgers being the best team. If they come out of the first round beating Washington, then I like their chances. If not, I like Atlanta. I think Atlanta, I think, I think they have the all-around package in terms of pitching staff and a high-powered offense. So we're in uh, agreement then that the Brewers and the, and the Cardinals are, would be a long shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm ranking them Dodgers, Atlanta, um, oh gosh, St. Louis, Washington. I like, I like Washington over St. Louis and then Milwaukee at the end. Those are my five. That's so crazy. Well, hey, you wanted to talk a little bit American League baseball too. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw the American League in there because I think this is interesting. It, it, there's, you know, I think the National League's set up. I think the, the wild card is kind of, you know, the writing's on the wall. But, you know, there's some interesting stuff that can happen in the American League. There's basically three teams playing for two spots, Oakland, Tampa Bay, and Cleveland. And I, I don't think there's one standout team that is like a no-brainer. I think uh, you and I talked a little bit um, before taping that Oakland has gone on a run that is, has been really fun to see. And they have some guys that are, again, if I run down the home runs, it, it's crazy looking. But I, 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 think, I think it's going to be – this is going to be a fun wild card to watch. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, it's, it's crazy. I have a couple of buddies who are like, whoever wins between the A's and Indians is going to win the World Series. I'm like, wow, that's aggressive. But they're built for the postseason. I mean, the Indians have a great pitching staff, a great bullpen. Uh, the A's, they're closer. This guy's come out of nowhere and has, I mean, his stats are through the roof as a closer. And they don't use him just as a closer. They use him as a shutdown. We need two or three innings of, of scoreless baseball here. I don't know that the offense in Oakland uh, matches that of the Yankees or Astros or Minnesota. And, and, go ahead and let's talk about that for a minute. Minnesota was like the most consistent, best team in baseball. No, no one's the even. Dodgers. And no, everybody's no like, hey, who, who won the Central? <laughs> right. Nobody talks about them. And I think, you know, I think the uh, with the wild card, um, I think Cleveland, man. And I'm, I'm, I was born in Cleveland, Euclid, Ohio. So uh, I got some roots there. But they – you know, I, their pitching staffs were doing pretty good. We talked about Clevenger a little bit. He's having a great season. You looked his numbers up after I brought him up, didn't you? Dude, 12, <laughs> 12 and 3 with a 2.5. And he like missed two months. I know. And then you got Bieber, uh, not Justin, but Bieber, uh, <laughs> 7 with a 3-2. He was the all-star of the – our MVP of the all-star. Well, game. you heard that they printed his baseball card saying Justin Bieber, right? Right, Max absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so I but after that they fall off big. Their 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 starting pitching staffs fall off big. They got Plezak, who's who's he's thrown okay. He's got a you know three eight ERA. He's only got eight wins. 
But I think where they make it up is is hand in the bullpen. He's got three guys out. Yeah, he's great. He was down here in San Diego, so I got to see him a lot. But you know, three point three ERA, thirty four saves. You know, and they got a they got a fun offense to watch. You know, Lindor kind of every he's the Justin Turner of their team. Everything. So the Yanks what? and Astros are are head and I think they're tied with six games to go. I so, I think he I think New York is in trouble. Yeah, I, I think the Astros are by far the best team in Major League Baseball right now on both sides of the ball. Um, and I'm saying that on a Dodgers show. Of course, I hate the Astros more than anybody. But um, here's the question I wanted to ask. I'd be way more concerned about playing the wild card than I would be about playing the Twins. No disrespect to the Twins. <laughs> it's consistent. Bold statement. I look at the A's and the Indians and say, I'd rather play Minnesota than either of those teams right now based on who's hot. Gosh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with that one. I mean, I, I, I've said it. I said the wild card teams are dangerous, you know, going into the playoffs because they're just on a roll and hot. But well, Minnesota has been hot all season. I mean, it's, I don't think they've had a lull all season. I mean, they're just banging home runs or setting records left and right. And, and, and they've been solid. There's nothing that jumps out at you. That's like, you know, overly like crazy, but they're consistent. And, and I like that about them. Are they, are they better than Houston? No, I don't think so. Are they better th- than New York? I don't know. New York, I think New York's similar to LA. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of things happen, but they still continue to win. However they're getting it done, they're, con- they're continuing to win. But coming in the playoffs, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But wildcard teams, I think, the, I mean, if you're going to rank your wildcard teams of those three, Oakland, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, what do you rank them? What's your two, what, one, two, and three? I think the Indians are the best team there. I think the A's are the second best, and they're playing hotter than the Indians. It's not a cop-out. I, th- I just don't think they're as good as the Indians. I just think they're on fire. And Tampa, Tampa is kind of like Minnesota. They've been there all year. They've been consistent. But, man, you, c- you can't name five guys on their <laughs> roster. I, when I looked them up today to do some research, I was like, uh, okay, Garcia, not sure. Don't know who he is. Like, there's a couple guys I recognize, but like Choi and Fam and Meadows, I, I recognize those names. But yeah, there's nothing besides Morton, um, pitching wise, who's having a great year. They don't have much beyond that. They have a couple guys here that are, you know, 11 games is great. 11 games, uh, you know, I won 11 games a few times and it's still having a great season. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I think they're the third team. Um, I, I think just because Oakland has been playing like reckless and, and, kind of nothing to lose. I, I want to throw them up at the number one because uh, well, the last 10 years they sneak in. Like yeah. That. You know what? And, and the more I'm thinking about this, like really looking at my notes right now, I just don't know if they fears. I don't, I don't see him as like the He's 15 and four, Brett Anderson, 12 and nine Bassett, 10 and five. I just don't see them as like those, those pitchers, and this will probably bite me. Uh, I don't see them as those pitchers that are going to go out there and just shut teams down. So we, like, you only like got a couple more minutes. Bieber, you know, you only got a couple more minutes. I know. So, so, and we we decided we weren't going to talk World Series, but I can't help myself. Is there anybody <laughs> of the teams we've talked about? I have two in mind. Is there anybody that can beat the Astros? Well, I mean, anybody's beatable. Sure, I mean, that's but, why we play. That's why you realistically, play. which teams are best equipped to go out and beat Verlander, uh, Grinky, and Garrett Cole, who, by the way, I, he's on my fantasy. I'm telling you, there, he's probably been better than Verlander the last month. This guy, like, literally hasn't gotten touched in the last month. He's, he's struck a 300 strikeouts. And then you got Grinky, of all people. And then they're scoring 10 runs a game. Right. 
Uh, How do you to, beat them? To be honest, I think if a team happens, oh, it's going to be the wild card. I don't, I don't see any of the wild card teams stepping up. But I was going to say, like Minnesota, a team that's just been consistent. You never I'm know. I'm saying that's... World Series too, though. I mean, is there any of those? I mean, but you're I, saying I, nationally teams that has. I a... feel like the Dodgers and the Nationals, when they get that far, they're hot. They have momentum. They they match up. They're the only teams that on paper you can make it. The Yankees have an explosive offense, but their pitching staff, even with, um, you know, what's his name finally coming back and he's been dealing pretty well, but they, they lost uh, Domingo German. Yeah. Or, you know, who knows what, what's going on there, but they've already announced he's out for the year. But is the paper argument, I mean, granted, whoever makes the World Series is playing well, but is the paper argument um, enough to say this is an even match um, with anybody, I mean, to me, I would, I could argue the Dodgers and the um, Nationals. I don't know if I could argue anybody. Okay, else. so let's say, let's say, let's just say Houston makes the World Series. That just happens. They just roll, steamroll everybody. So, looking at the National League teams, the teams, the the three division winners. I think Atlanta. I, I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna put it three. I, Washington, L.A. Whoever comes out of that, uh, I think they, of course, they have a chance. And Atlanta, I really like Atlanta. Um, I think I think they're young. They 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 have a little bit of swag. Uh, I don't know. Donaldson's got a little, you know, chip on his shoulder. Acuna's got that flash. I agree with that. No pressure. The opposite of the Dodgers. They like, we got nothing to lose. We're gonna no, and I think no. those teams, those teams that are a little more reckless in the playoffs, you know, you you can never you can never rule them out. I, I think Houston. Everyone talks about their they have a great offense, but their pitching staff. Those top three guys are as good as anybody. I think Grinky's the the chink in the armor and you know on any given day you can go out there and beat a pitcher i don't care who he is so you know it to say they're gonna they're gonna win it all i'm not gonna say that but washington dodgers atlanta i think all three of those teams um you know they got a shot uh, is it gonna happen time will tell i'll be shocked if anybody comes out of the american league other than the astros but uh i wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't say i'd be disappointed i'd just be say i'd be shocked because man you just look at their box scores i mean they're scoring 10 runs or pitchers aren't giving up any you know brad i i just i'll tell you what though go ahead ahead. i'll tell you what milwaukee i mean uh minnesota would be fun it would be fun to see a team like that make the world series nobody's giving them any credit and they're hitting bombs they broke a record like three weeks ago and i know and 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 i know houston's so strong but like a team that hasn't been there in a long time. When was the last Kirby Puckett? Was that the last time they were in the World Series? Gosh, I don't there. know. I will have to we'll have to stat check that. Maybe follow up next podcast. But for a team like that and in a city like that, like it'd be so much fun to see. I know the networks probably wouldn't love that. I'm, I'm I'm sure they're hoping for like L.A. Houston or New York L.A. or something like that. But Minnesota, I think it would be it'd be great for the city to see them in the World Series. So, Brett, you hear it from everybody, particularly players, playoffs, it comes down to the bullpen. And I just can't help but as we've broken down all these things, um, I just I feel like that is we've 100% proven that. You can compare all these numbers, but the guys that win you a ring are the guys that nobody knows your name. I mean, we know most of the closers' names, right? But right. it's the other five or six guys in the bullpen that these teams are also evenly matched once you get to the championship series. Well, and you start matching up. I mean, the way the game is, you're starting to match up in the sixth inning. So these guys got to come in and do the job. And, and if, if they do the job, great. We're, we have a chance. So that's why I think, I think when it comes down to it, Josh, let's, let's, let's fast forward. Dodgers make the World Series. I think what's going to shake down is, 
as it gets going on, Jansen's going to have a chance. If he, if he struggles, I think the, in a heartbeat, they're going to say they're going to readjust things and it's going to be more of a, a bullpen by matchup. I really do. Yeah, can, I think, we, can I ask something real quick before you go on that? There's zero chance that no matter how much he struggles, he gets taken off the roster in the second. No, there's, he just he just turns into a, a spot short reliever, right? No, there's no chance of him getting taken yeah, off. Yeah, I didn't think. I so. mean, z- I mean zero. Yeah. I would bet. Yeah. I'd bet my house on that. You can't do that. Yeah. No, but it, it could be a situation like you know, say he say he blows a game early on, and that confidence. There's a little confidence, and we talked about earlier, like there's no way you do this, but I think. When it comes down to it, like it's either lose, win or go home. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So if if he's not the hot hand, and it's and it's put into a situation where it's you know respectfully done, but he's matching up like in the seventh inning because that's the better matchup. I think it's not going to be you've lost your job, but if he's a better matchup in the seventh inning against you know two hitters out of that, and then you go on from there and it's whoever's the better matchup in the, the eighth or the ninth inning. Whether I feel like Doc's already using him that way. Quite yeah. Frankly. And, and like, I think that's, I think it's kind of, I, I still think he's going to get the shot. I still think, you know, in the, the first round, if, if we're in the first game one of the first round and it's the ninth inning and he hasn't, he's the closer, he's going out there. I feel it. I agree with you. If it's a traditional save situation, I feel like if it's a one run game in the seventh, eighth and ninth, we're playing to win. And if that, if Jansen's the best guy to bring in then now, traditionally you bring in Baez, you bring in Kelly, but if those guys have already gone, but Dave, I, Dave, and Dave's Dave's come out and said that like, yeah. and that's, he's kind of set a trend in the playoffs in terms of like, because the seventh inning, that could be what wins or lose the game. So he's like, you know, that was when we needed to close the game in the seventh inning. And then after that, I mean, because if you if you give up three runs, then the game's over anyways. But I think you're going to see a lot more of that, especially what has gone on this season with Jansen. And you have a guy like Kelly on the back end that, you know, the last few months has been lights out. And I, I feel like in the playoffs, you truly have a 15 or 16 man pitching staff every day because uh, as long as you didn't pitch the day before, even if you're just a short reliever because it's your day just to do a quick bullpen, you know, you want the bulldog out there that wants to pitch. So uh, we've seen Kershaw come out of the bullpen in some situations, and I'm sure if called upon Bueller and Ryu would do the same if, if it came down to it. Yeah, I think that's a like a, you know, game five or game seven. Sure, sure, what. sure. Yeah, it's on the back end when you're playing for survival. So, hey, you got anything else before we wrap up, Brad? I think we brought the people what they wanted today. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's an exciting time around baseball all, all around for every team that's involved. I know as, you know, a player and playing in the playoffs a few times, there's nothing better. There's an electricity that that is in the air from – the, the very first pitch, I, I try to, I, I feel like I relate it to almost like being in college where there was no money on the line. There was, there's none of that. You're playing for the name on the front of your Jersey and it's just pure emotion all the time. I need a base hit to lead off the game. The bench is going to be like on their feet going crazy. And then when you're doing during the season, it's not quite like that. If it's game 51 or 52 guy gets a base hit, no, no big deal. But when it comes yeah. to playoff time, dude, it's, it, there's nothing better. So one quick thing we didn't talk about, we'll make it quick. If there's a playoff game in the America play in game for the American league wild card, the wild card's going to have, that team's going to have zero chance of advancing. I mean, if they have to, like let's say the Indians in Tampa had to play on Monday for the second spot. 
and then they had to play Tuesday, the winner against the A's. When they start the series, they'd have one day off, on, and they'd play Thursday or Friday. They'd they'd be basically on their number three starter. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, so. no, that, that's I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. Yeah, good luck so, to them. Interesting. Well, hey, Brett, thanks again. Awesome stuff, guys. We're looking forward to the playoffs. We're gonna drop a bunch of shows on you during the playoffs, so keep checking back. Uh, Josh, the Duke or Luke. Dodger dudes, we believe in the Dodgers. Do you, Brett? Thanks again for dropping all that knowledge today, bud. All right, buddy. Thanks, Doc. Thanks for tuning in to the Dodger Dudes Show with the former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and Josh the Duker Luke. Whether you're at the stadium, on your couch, or at work, don't forget to interact with the hosts on social media at the Dodger Dudes on Twitter and Facebook. That's the Dodger Dudes on both Twitter and Facebook. Check out other SoCal sports podcasts at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Now go vote on our Twitter and Facebook fan poll and tune in again soon. Game on. Feel sweat, ready to go. Game on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.